This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I am thrilled today to be joined by a brilliant leader, the founder and CEO of Club Level X. And Sam's going to talk to us today about some of those interesting subjects in healthcare, the metaverse, state of medicine and healthcare, video games and medicine, and, and a lot more. Sam, can you take a moment, just introduce yourself, tell us what Level X is and how you got started in this. Sure. So I'm Sam Glassenberg, CEO of Level X. We make video games for doctors. Um, I've spent my career in the video games industry and companies like LucasArts and Microsoft uh, making, you know, Star Wars video games. And, um, and so at Level X, we basically use that technology uh, and that game design to help train doctors. Fantastic. And how did you get, I mean, you're a brilliant person. I had a chance to visit with you, had a chance to get to know you through a brilliant neurosurgeon. Take a moment, Sam, tell us how you got into this and what's going on with video games and medicine. Sure, sure. So um, I got into this by accident. Um, so I'm, like I said, I'm a video game developer, but I come from a family of doctors. Uh, my grandfather was a famous doctor, both my parents, aunts, uncles, everyone's doctors. I'm the disgrace of the family that never went to med school. Um, so long story short, my father, he's an anesthesiologist here at Northwestern, uh, years ago asked me to make him a game to train his colleagues to do a fiber optic intubation. I threw a game together in three weekends, uploaded it to the app store, and then discovered two years later, it had amassed an audience of 100,000 uh, doctors, nurses, and airway specialists. And efficacy studies worldwide were showing it was improving physician performance. So that was basically the motivation for starting the company. Fantastic. And, 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 and what's going on with the company today? Tell us, give us a sense of what's going on with it. What are you guys doing? Talk to us a little bit about that so people understand what you do a little bit further. Sure. So we, we, we capture the challenges of the practice of medicine using video game mechanics. So imagine basically the top video game developers, the folks who worked on everything from you know Mortal Kombat and Words with Friends and Call of Duty, capturing you know, making games for doctors that capture the challenge of diagnosing a difficult patient, uh, doing a complex surgery with, you know, unforeseen complications or, you know, managing a patient, a difficult patient longitudinally or recognizing a, a rare skin disease on a skin tone that you normally don't see in the clinic. And so talk to us about this. I just saw a recent headline take Two Interactive buying Zynga, two big video game players for billions of dollars, billions of dollars, something like that. How many people are using your video games now? How, do they, how does the learning experience work? Tell us just a little bit more about that. Sure thing, sure thing. So we've got, we've got about 750,000 medical professionals that just play our games on their phones. We just download them out of the app store um, you know, for gastroenterology, cardiology, so forth. Just download them, you play. Uh, doctors can earn CME credit from playing a video game. So literally like doing difficult cases. Um, and then, you know, there's content in there also from industry where they can try out the latest medical devices um, and, you know, learn about uh, new techniques, new guidelines, practice their skills. Fantastic. Just amazing what you've done and what you've developed. Take a second on sort of the big trends right now. People are talking about 5G, they're talking about AR, talking about the medical metaverse. I mean, it, it, I can't get in, go past the day without somebody talking to me about the, the new level of virtual reality or, or, you know, whatever it's called with the glasses and how crazy and how great it is. What are the new things people are looking at? What are the big trends and changes you're watching? Sure. Well, look, and Scott, there's a lot of hype. 
there's a lot of hype out there. I'm, I'm, I find myself, I'm a little bit allergic to buzzwords, um, but there are some really interesting things you can do with, let's say, AR and 5G. Um, so, you know, it, we, we've been doing AR experiences for, you know, about five years. We, you know, th there's a lot of sort of checkbox AR experiences out there where you sort of project, you know, a heart onto the table and it doesn't really educate you much. Um, but we found there are a lot of really interesting scenarios where you can use it, where you can, you know, procedures like intubating a patient or CPR, where you need to position yourself relative to a virtual patient. We've done experiences. We have like, you know, 70,000 medical professionals use our AR experiences just on their phones or on a headset to go and project a virtual patient, you know, onto the floor or onto the table to simulate an emergency procedure. Uh, 5G is also pretty interesting if you want to chat about that. Take a moment on why 5G is so important to be able to do this and use all these technologies and so forth. So where 5G gets interesting is something called cloud gaming. Um, so with 5G, what we so with cloud gaming, what we're able to do is actually create games that aren't played on your phone. They're running on a high-end machine in the cloud. And what that means is you and I, for example, can hop on Zoom and I can send you a link and the two of us can be doing surgery together on an interactive virtual patient simulated in the cloud where there's, you know, blood and, you know, cauterization and cutting. And we're just interacting with that virtual patient as if we were in the operating room together. What 5G allows is when you've got lower latency. So instead of having, you know, let's say the 100 milliseconds you're used to on 4G, you drop that down to under 30. You can actually create, recreate all sorts of really tricky surgical scenarios that, you know, where you that are where things need to be very responsive, like for example, being able to you know do an inter uh, interventional cardiology procedure where you're literally doing surgery inside a live beating human heart. Right. I mean, it really makes a big difference. I remember being on a video sort of interview today, having the tech sort of go in and out and different challenges on it. It was for a different for for someone else, and it was it was really sort of fascinating. It really does harm the experience. You can get the video, the technology, all the pieces working right. It really can enhance the experience a great deal. And that's what 5G promises, I take it. Yeah, there's a lot of promises like, oh, it's going to make telehealth better, or we're going to have you know things like telesurgery, which it's very exciting, the idea of somebody sitting in California and doing remote surgery on you know a patient in New York. But I think we are a, we're a ways away from that from a skills and you know regulatory approval standpoint. Thank you. And take a moment on medtech and pharma and, and sort of how people are reaching medtech and pharma, how medtech and farmers are reaching physicians in, in new and creative ways for medtech and pharma, uh, you know, to reach and connect with physicians. Talk about that for a moment. Right. So, you know, this is, you know, become, this is a, you know, we've seen a bunch of trends that have been continuing over the last decade of just, you know, access. Doctors want to learn about the latest uh, treatments, latest devices, but the, you know, they, their time is very, very limited. And so access to doctors is, has been reduced quite a bit for pharma and med device. Um, and with COVID, everyone's trying to meet with them on Zoom and MS Teams, and you know, that experience leaves much to be desired. So with tools like cloud gaming, you know, a, a medical science liaison or a, from a pharma company or a sales rep from a med device company can actually just hop on Zoom with a doctor and go through the procedure with their device um, on a virtual patient or you know, toss a hundred thousand molecules into, you know, a mechanism of action experience. We actually learn how the drug works. These are the kinds of things that are enabled by 
gaming technology and ways that pharma med device companies can use them to better engage doctors for, you know, not just for an order of magnitude more time. Fascinating. And, and, and take a moment on sort of, Sam, when you look at 2022, you know, start of the year, you've built this great business, you're a brilliant thinker. What are you most excited about as you move towards this year? What, 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 are, you, what are the big priorities? Where are you most excited and focused on this year? So we've, we've ju- this year, like we've just been rolling out this cloud gaming platform that lets multiple people do surgery or you know, diagnose a virtual patient remotely together. Like 2022 is going to be the year where literally like almost every surgical specialty, like almost a surgeon in almost every surgical specialty is going to have trained using cloud gaming this year, just because we're in development on this and probably about nine or 10 different specialties with different med device partners. So like by the end of the year, almost every surgeon will have trained on a virtual experience over Zoom collaboratively with either other surgeons or, uh, or you know, trainers from medical device companies, which I think, you know, enables you to go and play with a bunch of rare, difficult procedures you'd only encounter on a live human being. I mean, that's fascinating, isn't it though? Because like we, we know that, Surgeons do better the more surgery they do. Physicians do better the more patients they see. And if this is a way, just like fight simulation, to really, really enhance the way that people learn and teach and get reps in, this could be really valuable, can't it? Definitely. And I think, and this is where it becomes interesting because the reason, like, why do you need to, you know, why do you need uh, practice on 200 patients, right, in order to get to better outcomes on a new surgical procedure? It's not because you really need 200 reps, but you need to encounter enough of those one in 20, one in 50, one in 100 complications, right, that you're only going to see on, on real patients unless you can simulate it virtually, in which case you can sit down for an hour and go through nine lifetimes worth of rare complications or you know rare disease diagnoses, things like that, and really train your brain how to deal with those scenarios. No, it's absolutely fascinating. And, and, and probably the reality is somewhere in between because you need enough reps over enough period of time, enough things enough over time to have it sneak, to really sink in and stuff like that. But it, it, you know, an hour may be too short, but that, that the concept of how you can get so much of your learning in this way, in a much more efficient way, certainly resonates very well with, with all of us, I think. Sam, I want to thank you for joining us. How do people learn more about Level X? Oh, easy. Just go to www.levelx.com. It's levelex.com. Or hop into the App Store and just download one of our games, Cardio X, Palm X, Gastro X, Airway X, or Top Derm. Sam, thank you very much. Truly fascinating what you've developed and what you're doing. Thank you very much for joining us today. Scott, thank you so much.